Welcome to this episode of the Frank DiMaggio Leadership Podcast. Make sure to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes if you possibly can. And if you could share this with your own social media platforms about the Leadership Podcast, it'd be greatly appreciated. My podcast is in a stream of teachings that will always be around leadership-type subjects. My scope and experience is being a pastor for over 40 years, but also being a Bible college professor, a church planter, and then one who took over a church that had been going for 41 years, which was our mother church, the church that sent us out. I've had a fair bit of experience in all arenas of building the church and a fair bit of experience in talking to a lot of different uh, pastors and leaders who are seeking to build healthy churches. My life right now is pretty much taken up with those things. I speak in different churches on the weekends uh, right around the globe and I do leadership intensives and conferences and other kinds of conferences in between the weekends. So my life is busy really trying to build leaders who can build thriving churches. The one area of interest that we're going to deal with in this set of podcasts will be on the supernatural. Miracles, healing, signs and wonders, moving of the Holy Spirit and the gifts of the Holy Spirit and how the supernatural fits into a secular culture that is not after a biblical supernatural, but is very curious about the realms of the supernatural, not necessarily the kind of supernatural that we're talking about, which mine would be defined within biblical context. Nevertheless, there is a huge amount of interest in people about the invisible realms and the supernatural realms and how can a person actually touch those realms. My life experience has been an experience of trying to find the true power of God. The uh, upbringing I had in my particular church did not espouse to the signs, wonders, and miracles of God. And so I never really had any uh, communication from the pulpit or conversations about the supernatural until I was 17 years of age and encountered the Jesus People Movement. <clears throat> the Jesus People Movement was really outside of the church. It was a movement that was taken over a generation through the preaching of the gospel in high schools and arenas and concert halls and coffee shops. But one of the main things that caught the attention of the Jesus People Movement, because I was right in the middle of it, was the signs, wonders, miracles, and the healings that were actually taking place during the Jesus People Movement. Those signs and wonders, miracles, answers to prayer, movings of the Holy Spirit, is what really captured that generation. It wasn't really just the verbalizing of the gospel. It was the actual power of the gospel that got the attention of that generation. I'm under conviction that the generation I now live in and the generation that we're trying to reach, both the ones above us and below us, in front of us and behind us, those generations need the gospel with the power of God. 
And so I'm going to encourage a discussion with you and a teaching about the supernatural. I'd like to invite you to my August intensive here in Portland, August 19 through 21. You can go to my web, franktomizo.com, and you can find the details about that. Uh, it might say that it's already full, but if you register, we'll still let more people in because of the subject matter. I'm trying to get this into as many leaders' hands as I can. We're going to talk about taking the supernatural atmosphere to the next level. That atmosphere meaning the atmosphere that belongs to leaders who preach the gospel in any arena that you might be, and also to local churches that are building an atmosphere every week, every month, every year, and that atmosphere is known. It's a felt, realized atmosphere. It's an atmosphere that people could probably describe right now about you or your church or your ministry. And so we're going to talk about how to take that atmosphere, change, edit, do something with that atmosphere that would cause it to become the atmosphere that could be built with biblical guidelines and biblical power. The atmosphere we're talking about is the atmosphere of the New Testament church, and that atmosphere meaning the atmosphere of the supernatural, miracles, signs, and wonders. I'll be dealing with the kingdom atmosphere and kingdom authority, what that means. I'm going to give you 12 atmosphere changers. Uh, we're going to talk about the atmosphere that comes in revival, what exactly revival is in our day and time, and redefine some things. We're going to talk about the powers of prayer and presence and miracles. And we're going to talk about the supernatural touch upon you that you can carry. That will be part of my 10 sessions in the August intensive. So if you'd like to uh, get more of what I'm going to be teaching about, that would be a great thing. Uh, the August intensive is uh, great with uh, prayer, worship, and the uh, fellowship and the food. And it's like a classroom experience with about 70 to 80 in that room that would be with us two and a half days and a lot of impartation, a lot of encouragement, and a lot of content. You'll get a notebook with 150 pages and we'll be going through that because of my academic background. I lean that way a little bit, but I'm also a spirit person and I have great love, passion for the power of the Holy Spirit in presentation, and so it's a combination of both. So hope to see you there. If you have any interest, just go to franktomazio.com. Look for the taking your supernatural atmosphere to the next level, and maybe I'll see you August 19th. We're talking about the supernatural. Uh, the questions that pastors and leaders ask me about the supernatural would probably be uh, some of the same questions that many leaders would have, uh, no matter what your denominational background might be. If you are from a specific belief system that does not espouse to the theology of the supernatural, miracles, signs, and wonders, then you'll first have to deal with that specific theology. <clears throat> if that theology has all the gifts ended in the first century and that miracles, signs, and wonders, and healing do not exist in the church because we have what is now perfect, which is the Word of God, and the preaching of the cross, we have no need to preach that with those kinds of uh, manifestations and belief systems. Uh, if that is you, uh, then you would have to go to your own theological base and begin to hone out 
what you're going to believe. Personally, I've done that. And my personal belief system would see the uh, book of Acts as the church book and the epistles as especially the Pauline as Paul teaches, but it's all the epistles. It seems that it's very clear that the gospel was preached with the power of God and with signs and wonders and miracles throughout the centuries of the preaching of the gospel. America is one of the only countries, maybe America and Canada being right there, maybe England, that does not really have a major uh, surge in church growth. Matter of fact, we might, according to many of the researchers, having a problem sustaining our churches and our churches uh, not growing and things not happening the way we would like them to happen. Uh, when you go to the other countries of the world, uh, both in Asia and Africa, right around South America, uh, you will find that there are some huge revivals happening in these countries and a major level of church growth. Most of that has to do with churches that believe in the supernatural. They have a heavy dose of prayer, a heavy dose of expectation. Uh, they see healings and miracles. Uh, they preach the gospel with power and thousands of people are swept into the kingdom of God and those churches are growing. In America, we have been somewhat suppressed with the uh, religious ideology that there is no longer a power to preach that gospel or needed power for signs and wonders in the gospel. And so we have a very academic gospel in America. We have a very organized gospel in America. We have a very uh, organized church. Uh, we're the best with choirs and and worship songs and sound systems and uh, we have the best buildings. We have more seminaries and colleges uh, than all the countries put together. Uh, yet church growth is plateaued and pastors uh, most part are struggling to find uh, a way to preach into this society, into this culture. And because of that, there's a lot of floundering and there's a lot of uh, trending and there's a lot of uh, doubting. And I think people are uh, more or less trying to find some new way to reach uh, this society and this secular humanistic culture that we live in. Uh, in doing that, we have tried the user-friendly church. We have tried the very well-organized church. We've tried the shorter services. Uh, we have tried uh, more worship, less preaching. We have tried uh, better in our communication with our preaching so that we're not dealing with subjects that are too heavy. So communication, storytelling, and those kind of things are a much bigger deal uh, than just old-fashioned preaching of the scriptures, especially exegesis and expositional preaching. Actually, some are even critical of those styles of preaching. I say all that to say it seems to me we could use an upgrade in our thinking about the preaching of the gospel, and I'm going to lean in to saying the power of the gospel. My theology uh, would see that the gospel is preached in the New Testament with these things. My theology would be that I see the continuation of the Holy Spirit gifts and the Holy Spirit power for praying for the sick and miracles to be expected. I have a theology that embraces those things. So because of that, I'm going to 
push into those arenas and believe that God can do something mighty in my mind, my heart, and my ministry toward the supernatural. I understand that the academic community and the healing ministry is not really uh, in, in unity. I understand that there's a lot of extremists, uh, people that are frauds and charlatans and people that are doing weird things with healing ministries or with miracles and things that are put out there that are not really uh, biblical or uh, they actually hurt people's trust in God and the Bible because of the way they twist things around. There's always people with extreme practices, both in Pentecostal groups and outside of Pentecostal groups. That does not excuse us from being the kind of leaders that would have a balanced preaching and a balanced view of the kingdom of God and a balanced view of Jesus' ministry. Jesus went around teaching, preaching, and healing the sick. The miracle side of his ministry was huge in the New Testament, and so was Paul's. And so it seems like if we want to throw out the miracle side of ministry, we're throwing out a huge side of what Jesus did and the Apostle Paul did, the Apostle Peter, and the book of Acts, and how the church was established in the first century in the midst of a very immoral Rome and a very secular Rome and a very anti-Bible God Rome. Uh, they established a thriving, growing local church and literally turned the cities upside down. But they did not do that without the power of God. And so <clears throat> I'm espousing to everybody that's listening to me to lean into and maybe think with me about how to bring the supernatural back. The, the uh, series of teachings that I'll do uh, for the next few uh, podcasts will be on bringing the supernatural back, stretching our faith into the supernatural realm. Now, I'm not going to try to be a theologically uh, correcting person or go deep into the uh, theology of all this, although I think I could. I don't think I want to go that direction. I'm going to go with the direction of impartation and teaching as if this is something you do believe and you would like more of. The realm of God's unlimited power and the realm of unlimited possibilities seems to be very inviting to the society that we live in and the people that are broken and hurt. They want something more than just a couple songs and a good word about how to live and how to do this and how to save your money and how to be a better uh, conversationalist. And none of those things I'm criticizing. Life needs to have all kinds of skills that we use. But I'm zeroing in on what is the core to the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I know and you know that God is good and God is powerful. And in our life and world, we need more of that. Uh, I know that we can get frustrated, and I know that we can get frustrated as we try to pursue God and pursue uh, the supernatural. Uh, in pursuing the supernatural, you're going to have maybe some criticism. You might have some disappointments. You might have some confusion. And because of that, people will leave out the supernatural because it does have certain baggage to it from the past, or it simply has pressure in it when you try to move in the realm 
of the supernatural. When you don't see the miracles, you don't see the healings, you don't see what you're praying for, it's better just to move on and not talk about it. I remember when I was uh, going to ORU and I was doing my master's program before I graduated, one of the classes I was in, uh, they had asked that we would, uh, if we were pastors, that we would pray uh, for the sick. It was one of our assignments, that we would pray for healings and miracles uh, every Sunday for 52 weeks. Uh, that was a challenge for me because I had not been doing it, even though I was uh, in the Jesus People movement and in the churches that, that I went into and even the church that I pioneered. There was a great lean-in to the power of the gospel and the power of God and believe in miracles and healings and signs and wonders. And we would pray for the sick and we do it at communion table. We do it at the altar. Uh, we had prayer teams. But it wasn't a real focus at that point in my life. It's, it's something that was in the church, but it was one of the 20 things we were doing. It was not, it was not a real powerful expression of my leadership or my pastoring or within our church. I remember when I was challenged to do that, it was a challenge. It was a stretch for me. But as I did it, things began to change. And as things began to change, uh, we saw more people touched by the Holy Spirit and some healings and miracles and things started happening. And it dawned on me that you won't have miracles and healings and you won't have the supernatural works of God if you don't reach into it and believe it and try to move into that realm because it does take a stretch of faith to move into that realm and it takes a little bit of a stretch of faith uh, for you and I to have uh, healing and miracles in the room that we're believing for and always the doubt what happens if they don't happen what happens if I hurt people what happens if I get embarrassed all of that goes with trying to move into the realm of the supernatural. The supernatural simply means something that exists outside of the natural realm, above and beyond the human realm. The supernatural is God's divine nature and power bringing heaven to invade earth. It's when God touches down from that invisible realm to our visible realm, and that supernatural becomes something more of a natural in the sense that I can see it, I can touch it, I can watch it happen. But the supernatural realm, the realm of God, is outside and above the human realm. So I have to believe in the biblical invisible realm of God. I have to believe in the biblical definition of God. I have to believe in the biblical attributes of God, that God is powerful, God is mighty, God is able, God is eternal, God is spirit. God can create. God is the Bible God, not the God we made him, and not the God the church made him, and not the God the world made him, but the God that we serve is the God of Scripture. Hebrews 13, verse 8, for Jesus doesn't change yesterday, today, and forever. He's always the same. He is totally himself. Yesterday, today, and forever, meaning Hebrews 13, verse 8, in this present moment, Jesus Christ is the same. He has not changed. I've changed. Culture changed. Church changed. Jesus has not changed. And that was my uh, champion verse that I would pray in front of congregations and leadership teams, and I would simply keep at it 
He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. God has not changed. He has the same power, same desire. He loves to, to touch the broken heart, the broken limbs, uh, the broken bodies. He loves to uh, allow his authority to flow against the authority of the evil one, and God has never changed. A supernatural perspective is a way of thinking and reasoning and considering that it's based on the Word of God and come through the Word of God, having my mind renewed by the Word of God so that I view all things based on what God says and my reasoning, my thinking, my seeing, my believing is bathed in the Word of God. It's not bathed in uh, secular uh, mindset. It's not bathed in a religious mindset. It's not bathed in the uh, past history of church kind of a mindset. It's not bathed in a denominational mindset. All of us are responsible to bathe our mind and our heart in the Word of God. And when you read the Word of God, and I'm going to give you a number of scriptures along in these teachings so that you can read. Not that I want to insult your intelligence, but I want to inspire you. I want you to go back to the Word. I want you to read and meditate these scriptures about the healing and the power of God to do marvelous things in and through us. 1 Corinthians 2, verse 9 and 10, but just as it is written, things that no eye has seen or heard or mind imagined or the things God has prepared for those who love him, God has revealed these to us by the Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. And so I'm looking for the Spirit to reveal things, even things that my eye has not seen, your eye has not seen. Maybe in your ministry, in, in your particular uh, ministry arena, your ministry culture, your church culture, maybe there's things that you have imagined, but you've not seen them. Maybe there's things you desire, but they have not become reality. Can I be that person to inspire you today to think about John 9 and verse 7? And he said to him, Go wash in the pool of Siloam, which is translated since. So he went and washed, and he came back seeing. And so the word of faith there was to tell the man to go and to believe that there would be a healing, even by using a natural realm of water that he washed in. But the healing took place, and the person came back seeing. Mark 8, 25, so Jesus laid hands on his eyes again, the man looked hard and realized that he had recovered perfect sight. He saw everything in bright 2020 focus. That's Mark 8:25 in the message translation. I'm, I'm asking you with me during these teachings to press the door of the supernatural. We have pressed and now we reach to open the door to another realm, a new realm, a higher realm, the realm of of miracles and signs and healings because our culture is desperate. The gospel needs to be preached with power. Let us see the hidden things and miracles you have done and are about to do. What God has done and is about to do. So you open the door with me. Maybe you could just take your hand and just in your next prayer time just kind of out in front of you, it's like, like there was a door there, just press it open. I open a new door to the supernatural realm where all things are possible. And if all things are possible, that's the realm 
I want to be in. And if that's the realm of God, then healings, miracles, and the supernatural is here for us. And we will understand how those things can be released into the atmosphere in and around us. In my next episode, I'll deal with several more things about the supernatural realm and what influences all of us to either back away or press that door and press into it. Thank you for listening. And if you can please share on your social media and with friends about the podcast. And if you could possibly leave a review on iTunes, that would be marvelous. God bless you. Have a great day. Have a great night. Have a great life. And I hope these words will encourage, inspire, and press you forward into the realm of the supernatural. This is Frank Tomazio saying, God bless you and goodbye.